Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. We're on episode 38 now, and this is Altai, joined by... Omerit. Gumble. Matt. Sharalia. Boom. Professional. <laughs> there it is. So professional. All right, so wow. I want to start with an email I got this morning, okay? Like, literally, oh. I got up and I look at my email, and this is... Oh, boy. It, it, it's not really that interesting. Basically, it's from Mindark, the guys that make Entropia Universe. And I thought it was a little funny, because this morning, we saw a Reddit post saying that, like... Mature MMO gamer, they're they're like they're silly misleading ads. If you've been on anywhere on the internet lately and you have ad block off, you've probably seen these ads. And it's like the most misleading ad ever. It says mature gamer question mark try now, and you got this blonde babe, and it has nothing to do with the game. Whoa, 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 whoa! What do you guys think about this ad? First of all, this is a, this is a good ad. What's wrong with this ad? But what does this do with the game? Just to point out, Entropia <laughs> Universe is kind of like Second Life in that everything in the game has value. Basically, you can't progress in the game without spending money or collecting uh, alien poop on the planet. And the whole idea is to build like a club or a settlement, and then you try and you get people to spend money in your little establishment, and you can exchange that for cash. It actually has the largest digital transactions in the game. All right, it's a cool concept. Like The ad is super misleading. But the, yeah, the ad is just this sexy blonde, and there is, there's nothing like that in the game. There's, the game isn't sexy. <laughs> If you just, I, you can replace this game ad. It's like mature like gamer mature moms in your area. I'd be like it would just, <laughs> it would fit those porn ads too. You know. Well, well. I, I <laughs> but the thing is, this game really is for older players because it's impossible to play this game if you're not like retarded. Like, but, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the ad is like ridiculous and misleading. It's like, my, my point. My point being, somebody at uh, at Mindart emailed me saying. Dear, you know, I'm writing from Mind Dark with developers on Trap Universe and Calypso. We're glad that you covered our game. However, we see some, you know, a lot of your screenshots and stuff is, uh, is older. You know, it's a little bit mis- you know, basically implying that some of our content is a little misleading because it's out of date, right? I did that six months ago. Uh, okay, yeah, but like, but like how, how can you say our stuff is remotely like misleading and out of date when like, when you have an ad like this, right? You should ask them for more ads while we'll replace the screenshots with the sexy <laughs> advertisements. I'll say, I'll say, give you, if you give you some more screenshots of that, of that babe in your ad, you know, I'll, uh, I'll update it. <laughs> Yo, as for a free nightclub, those things sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars in that game. Right, in-game nightclub? Can I can I party with this girl? Can she yeah, well, uh, can she massage my toes? Just to just to point, a virtual space station in that game sold for three hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and then a virtual resort sold for six hundred and thirty-five thousand in total. Look, and that's then they made crazy. That, and then they made that back within a year. That's even crazier. Yes. Yeah. Those those are good investments. Hundred percent return on investment, boys. That's how you Wait, do what? it. So, like, what do you, what do you do in this game? What do you Everything. do in Second Life? It's, it's basically shit. Second Life, yeah. Well, it depends. It's, it's more depends grinding. On the, it depends on the planet you're on. There's one planet that you go around and basically shoot things, and then use the money you get from shooting things to party. Alright, here's the important question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at my face. Okay. I'm looking. Can, can I be anime in this game? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. No, you can't be anime. I don't so, want to play it then. And you, you don't want to play it regardless. Wow, shots wow. fired. Actually, yeah, like the Second Life, though. Like, I mean, I had a good run in Second Life. I still play it. It's just like I don't really know who to play with and stuff anymore. When you say play it, uh, I think you're misusing that term. Yeah, you don't, you don't really play Second <laughs> Life. You really cyber Second Life, all right? <laughs> it's a weird world of furries. And, Interactive uh, hentai. Yes, there's there's lots and lots of sex and porn and, and furries. Keyword furries. Lots. 
Lots of furries. Did you know I actually played like a porn MMO before to tell you guys about that? Were you, were you, were, were you grinding the porn MMO shit? Were you grinding? <laughs> no, I just, I was just interested. I just wanted to try it out. And then I tried it out and I, I got bored. Like I paid like 20 bucks for it. And I'm you like, got, you got ripped. Game. Paid money? Oh no. Shoot, shoot. Yeah. All right, all right. Podcast official. Shoot paid money for porn. All right? <laughs> it's, uh, that's, I can't imagine. I'm glad we're getting to the facts here. It all was right. like, uh, it was, uh, it is legit. Like a, like a, Adult MMO. Let's like uh, that, let's migrate. That's migrate here. <laughs> There's the big news of the week that Sean you can cover with uh, your favorite game. Oh, we're gonna start right off the bat. Right off so, the bat. Uh, last week we had a uh, we were in our podcast and someone asked a great question and the question was, will H1Z1 ever go free to play? And we all responded in unison, no. <laughs> and this week we were confirmed H1Z1 will never be going free to play and it's splitting into two games. Now, the part where it's splitting the two games is a bit odd. If you don't know H1Z1, it's a zombie survival game. It's built in the wake of Daisy Hype by um, Daybreak. Which company is it? Is it Daybreak? Daybreak. 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 Yeah. So, basically, it's an open-world survival game, and now they're splitting the game into two, where one game will focus on the open-world survival, and the other game will focus on King of the Hill, which is basically where <laughs> the players uh, enter a battle royale fight where the last one standing wins. Uh, they're splitting the game on the 17th, and they're both going to have different development teams. Uh, right now, I think the game is 20 bucks, but once the games are split, they'll cost 20 bucks each. And it's a bit odd, right? Because yeah. why split the games into two uh, when you can just have one client and have two game modes? And to me, I don't want to come out and say it's a cash grab, but it, it, it just seems silly. It totally is a cash it, grab. And, and then the best part, though, is that DayZ, and I, I mean, I don't even care too much about the split because I, I never supported DayZ because always, it always smelled fishy, is that they just straight up, they don't even say, they say at the bottom of the official post, the question is, will, will DayZ ever go free-to-play after the game's come out of early access? Mm -hmm. At this time, we do not have plans to make either H1Z1 Just Survive or King of the Hill free-to-play titles. And that just goes against everything they, they, they hyped said it up before, at yeah. when it was coming out, <laughs> that this is going to go free-to-play, the early access is a quick thing, and now, and now they, thing, huh? they're just totally backing out of it. They're like, okay, let's just keep making the money. So to me, this is just a total bait-and-switch. Whoa, whoa, Gumby, you, before you paid for one game in early access, now you get two games. Two oh. for one, what a deal! I get two games that should be bundled together, and then 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 the Daisy stand, the Daisy mod is still weeks ahead of this garbage. So I think this is bullshit. Uh, I think it's also ridiculous to totally switch your business. And they don't even really offer an explanation. Well, right? go ahead. See what I think happened is about halfway through development, they realized, oh hey, we haven't had enough focus, and now we're making two completely different games. So let's split them, put two different teams on them, and get working. How do you have two different teams work on these games efficiently? Because like the guys who make the engine and shit, like and like the art assets, like they overlap, don't they? Like these are the same people. It seems yeah. like very. I mean, I feel like they're not going to be two dev teams. They're going to be one dev team, and they're just saying two dev teams so they can justify charging you twice for the same game. Like, well, yeah. They didn't explicitly say two teams. I just can't see a big company like Daybreak working. I thought they said two teams explicitly. Because I know we, I thought we had. Yeah, they said there. two different. They're gonna have two development teams for each version of the game, so they can well, focus more effort on one polishing. So my question now is, how many dev teams do they have working on EverQuest next? Zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> how about Landmark? Ready? Zero. <laughs> but uh, what happens? What happens if I paid for the game already? You get You'll both. get both versions on the seventeenth. You get um. 
um, ha. EverQuest Next has that one guy that sits in the corner alone all the time and asks his boss, why am I not finished yet? <laughs> <laughs> like the one secretary, uh, can we get some developers on this, please? It just, to me, this is just, this is just such bullshit. You know, and not even offering an explanation feels insulting. The, the post didn't say we're not going to be going free to play. At least offer, and of course you got fanboys like, okay, this is so much better now. We'll never get hackers and whatnot. There's always going to be hackers, but yeah, you, it, it just it's it's okay. it's an inexcusable. At least explain to well, their the player process, base yeah. why, and, and not not just put it in a bullshit Q and A at the bottom of the post. I, well, I think I think it's insulting <laughs> to players. Here's the thing, though. I don't think they're doing this as a cash grab. I think they genuinely have no idea what they're doing. I I'll agree with that. I think I, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily cash grab. Yeah, that's let's not throw out. You know. Also, hey, I, no, I think hey, between throwing out EverQuest next, the whole development hell that is landmark, and now this, they just I don't think they know what they're doing. I think they know what they're doing in this case. I mean, in overall, they don't know what they're doing. Think about think about this way. Okay, they're making the game right. They're like, wait a minute, look how popular this mod is, right? And like everybody, like some people want to buy this game just to play this mod because like the streamer started playing the mod and became super popular, right? And they're just like, if they buy our, like, how can we monetize this? They thought about it and like, okay, we got to split the base game up with the survival game so they can make twice as much money. I feel like this was like this was a calculated maneuver in terms of monetization. Wow! Even after the news, there's still twenty-two thousand people playing right now. Yeah, yeah of it's it's a popular game. I mean, they're gonna make some money on it, but. I, I I'm getting bad uh bad vibes about Daybreak. Okay. Yeah, I think Daybreak is sinking is a sinking ship. Well, they are I'm, run by an investment company right now, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of weird. I mean, they, they also they <laughs> lost their their head honcho too. What's his name? Smedley. I just imagine a boardroom meeting and he's like, "Wait a second, I got it. We're gonna split them in two. <laughs> We're gonna make double the money and bonuses we'll for everyone." But they, they tried that same strat with EverQuest Next, right? With Landmark and Next, it didn't work yeah. there because neither came out. Um, At least H1Z1 is playable, you know, true. today. I mean, I, I think what's really going to happen, though, is we're going to see one of them become really popular and get the support, and the other one become abandoned. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think what's going to happen is this is a way to kill off the traditional zombie survival mode, which isn't that popular, and they're going to focus exclusively on the King of the Hill mode. Um... And they're just kind of, kind of let the zombie survival mode kind of just fester in its own little corner, because that's what I think is proven popular, and it's going to go head to head with other battle royale style games like the Culling. So I don't see it lasting forever. But maybe, I don't know. It's proved insanely popular. Why I don't know. What's uh, so funny is I feel like they got in pretty early on the like there's the survival zombie craze, yeah. right? But I feel like it's kind of tapering off, and the game is still in early access. Well, it's leading early access this summer. <laughs> All right, all right, Finally, we'll see, we'll see. If it actually does, or they're just talking out of their ass. <laughs> Still pretty funny. <coughs> it's got pretty also, negative so reviews. Uh, it probably got bombed, though, because after that. No, no, it's a pretty yeah. old. No, yeah, it got pretty bad reviews on Steam so far. Mm -hmm. That doesn't stop nothing, you know? Yeah. Well, some people are talking about CSGO in the in the chat, so I want, I want to go to CSGO topic, unless somebody wants to say something on this. Any last word on H1C? No, we're done with this game. Don't right. support it. This is this is probably the best news I've heard all week. All right, this is my favorite news of the week. Oh yeah, CS:GO player dished out vigilante justice on cheaters. So apparently, some uh, some Reddit user released a hack for CS:GO, and mm -hmm. what the hack does is basically for because everybody hacks CS:GO. You know that, right? When you die, obviously other guy hacks, and when you kill him, it's skill. You know that, that's basic. But so there's a lot of hackers in the game. So he made a hack, 
It was downloaded. Uh, it was more, tw more than twenty-six thousand views and downloads over five thousand times. So it was downloaded a shit ton. But the hack doesn't actually work. Okay, when you download the hack, you just get banned. If you turn the hack on while you're on an official server, the VAC servers will insta ban you. So he literally just got over five thousand people banned from CSGO. So like a honeypot or whatever it's called. He honeypotted them. Boom, baby. He honeydicked them. <laughs> Holy shit. So I, I I thought this was pretty genius. I feel like this guy's uh, this guy's a hero. Speaking of hacks, I know we talked about this before, but or right, who hacked in Counter Strike before? Raise your hands. I did once. <laughs> one point six. Don't say once. Yeah, you did it all the time. I did it like for like a day. Shut up. He got, he got, my brother got my account banned hacking. He, okay. he, didn't, even, he didn't even use his own account when he did it. He used my. Of course, I would use, of course I'll use your account. Why would I get my own account banned? I've legitimately never hacked in anything. Wow. Matt, Matt have you cheated in a console game? That's a cheat code. Uh, 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 included. Hacker. It's not hacker. Hack hacker. Hacker. You go to, you go to hacker hell. Matt, did you have a game shark? No. Wow. <laughs> Right. I, I I hacked once, but it was it was for purely asshole reasons. It was for a good cause, <coughs> right? I had a radar mod for World of Warcraft so I could kill people more. Nice. Because like I just I just wanted to find the dudes, right? So I can gank them on my rogue. Yeah. And uh, I I was I got sick of like looking for people because it's like a pin in the ass, right? So the radar was like a lot easier for me to hunt people down. This guy makes a good point too. I feel like vac banning is not very efficient as pink. Puffball said, because <laughs> right now, if you get if you get banned in CS:GO, what what's gonna happen? You buy another copy of the game for like a dollar. What? A dollar? It's like eight dollars like that goes on sale, right? Seven fifty. All right. That's eight dollars for Steam. But if you, if you look on like G2A and stuff, you can buy the game for less than that, probably. Oh, maybe. Like the Russian version for yeah, like five dollars, two dollars. So I feel like if you get banned, you should get vac banned on all your Steam games. On all. What do you guys think about that? Or is that too harsh? I mean. There's, doesn't there's it, doesn't it apply overall anyway? Doesn't VAC uh, count for no. anything that uses nope. it? No, it's nope. just game exclusive. It's game specific. It, I mean, that's not going to stop anybody though. They just make a new account and buy the game. You're not rectifying. That's fine. At least they can't hack on their main account then, you know. Oh wow. They, or they risk game. Well, why not? The current policy is basically Steam openly saying it's okay. But yeah, but if it's the, if it's that account specific though, you can just access that account for a different IP. You just change your IP or use it, use like a proxy what, or VPN. Well, account and IP. Okay, but I think like, Steam well, is very well, happy if you keep buying new copies. Well, that's the point I was trying to say. Yeah. Clearly, Valve is like this policy where they're trying to monetize these bans. Let's be real. When they ban people, they know they're going to sell more copies of CS:GO, yeah. which is why they don't ban your entire account. They want you to keep buying more games. Sure. I, but, I don't blame them. But you don't see this. I feel like that's a problem for the like the rest of the Steam community that's following the rules. They're not. They're not, they're not punishing the hackers. When they, when they, I'm not saying, I'm not asking to like ban them in a way that's impossible, like in some crazy way. They have the power to ban their Steam account from all online games. Yeah, they do. Don't delete their games. Make uh, the online. They can't play online on any Vax, official Vax servers for any any Valve game. Yeah, but the point. This is a good point made in the chat as well. I mean, how many of these kids who are hacking really hacking any other game anyway? You pick one game, and you're hacking in CS. I feel like, like what other game would I hack in if I'm hacking? People that are, but but the people that typically cheat on CS typically. Cheat in other multiplayer games too. I feel I like this that. big over. I, I feel this big overlap. I think so, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna disagree with that one. I think I think if I'm gonna cheat in a game and I'm gonna go out like if I'm having fun hacking a CS, I'm not playing anything. But else. but do you not see like the point where you should be banned from? They should be severe. Or more yeah, that's fair. I thought I always thought it was a universal vac ban anyway. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize it was game exclusive. That always made sense to me because it's you know vac is an overall uh, yeah. protection, right? So I always thought it would ban you from everything that uses vac. 
But I'm surprised that it doesn't. If that's the case, there's so many people hacking. It's a it's such a big problem in Counter Strike because like I, I joke around sometimes saying, okay, if I, if somebody kills you, they're obviously hacking, right? But like it's it's come to a point in CS where like such a like what was the percent of people that hack? It's probably like ten percent or something crazy. Is Every it? other game you get a hacker. I don't know. It used to be bad. She was complaining to me about it before. But it, it's gotten to a really bad point where it really does ruin like a lot of the game for people. And you, <coughs> you need to be able to enjoy Counter-Strike without hackers. I don't really play that much Counter-Strike anymore because of it. Because I don't like having to think. If, I don't like having to worry about like if I'm getting outplayed or cheated. Yeah, I want to know I got outplayed. Okay, I don't want that possibility of somebody <coughs> beating me from cheating to be like in my thought process. And the, and the thing is... is, is, is People will be like, oh, well, you know, they're just really good and you just think they're hacking. But, like, no, like, people are actually hacking. Like, I've watched, I've went back and, like, you know, when people are like, man, that guy is, like, really fucking shady. I, like, went back and, like, downloaded the replay and, like, I watched from his point of view. And he's, like, straight up, like, like flicking people and, like, it locks onto their head and it's, like, moving along with their head. Yeah, and yeah, they right. just click the button and it shoots. And, of course, it's not an excuse for, like, not being able to climb. Okay, if you're good at Counter-Strike, you're going to climb regardless of this hackers or not because the hackers... Sometimes you'll have a hacker on your team, sometimes it'll be on another team. So overall, it still balances out, so you can still climb. You know, There's no problem with climbing the skill ladder if you're still good. It just it, it's makes that process very distorted and awkward and annoying. Yeah. So I don't want to say you can't guys, climb because of hackers. Hackers are part of the ecosystem, all right? It's like complaining about the whale that's eating your krill, all right? You've got to just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll never approach. eradicate it. No, but I, I, it adds flavor, actually. I kind of like it. All right, who, who, who's the hacker? Everyone kick the hacker. What's the hacker doing in here? You know, it's part of the environment. But, but nobody's going to kick the hacker if he's on their team, right? And when you're playing ranked, there's a hacker on your team. You're not going to kick him. You're like, ooh, thank God, free ELO, you know? Well, not, not only that, it's like, <coughs> it's impossible. Like, you know, it's hard to know in the game if the person's hacking 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times you'll get that hunch. You'll be like, that guy is like, you know, 99% hacking, but there's like a 1% chance he's not hacking. Yeah. And, and I mean, I get called hack. I mean, you know, I'm sure you, I mean, remember Everyone you got called a hacker too, man. Yeah, I mean, no. it, it leads to like that kind of culture, right? Like, yeah, because everybody knows, yeah, everybody knows how, po how prevalent it is. So everyone, there's a lot of accusations going on. Accusations. I like that one. That's like Speaking of you guys talking about this Counter-Strike hack, remember me, I watched a video uh, before the podcast, actually, about uh, the guy who Glider, it was a WoW botting pl uh, platform. Yeah, I've heard about it, actually. It's a very well-known WoW bot. Well, he, at DEF CON a couple years ago, he gave a talk about uh, basically how to hack MMORPGs. And uh, he gave us some tips that still work, apparently. So if you're in a dungeon in WoW and you need to like get past a boss or a mob uh, mm -hmm. to get to a chest or whatever, progress, if you pull out your uh, Ethernet cord and put it right back in, when you run, you'll 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 teleport behind the boss. Really, and that still yeah. works. Yeah. Interesting. Any 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 other fun hacks for us? Well, this is, it's a couple of years old, so it's probably fixed a lot of them. This is a this is an old trick I used to use, which was um I set it so that um there's like a setting that makes it so that if you alt tab, it like lowers your like frames per second or something in the mm -hmm. game. You guys know what I'm talking about? There's a setting for that in World of Warcraft. So what I used to do to be like a huge asshole is I would play like a priest or a mage or something, and then I would, you know, blow all my shit on the dude, and then I would walk away, like auto-run in a certain direction, and then alt-tab, and it like glitches your character. Mm -hmm. So on their screen, you're like teleporting like back and forth like multiple <laughs> times, like over and over again, and like they can't target you. And like I would just do that till my colons are up, and then I would just tab back in and shoot the guy again. <laughs> I reported that when I worked at Blizzard, but I, I don't know if they fixed it. 
That is fine. Emil Gladder does redirect to Battle.net. So I'm pretty sure Emil Glider, I think they got Glad I got yeah, Glad I got shut down. Yes, Glad they, I got shut down. They bought Emil Glider the domain in 2012. And now it just redirects to WoW's site. It's pretty funny. Any of the hacks that video worth uh, worth sharing? I'll link the video later uh, in the notes, I guess. Uh, basically, he just talks about how much... He, he made like millions of dollars off the bot. Wow. Then, then he got sued and he lost it all. Damn. Ouch. And his friend who's also a hacker uh, from some other games like Aeon and stuff and all these other games. He said, dude, just come to China with me. Don't fight this lawsuit. Just leave. Leave America. And the guy's like, no, no, I have a good case. Like, you know, like it's like free speech or whatever. And he he, he should have went to China. He should have went to China. He just lost everything. <laughs> that would suck. Like, I mean... I feel like if you, all right, for example, like, I'm obviously anti-cheat, right? Like I was saying earlier, they should all get banned, right? But I think if you make a cheat, you're not really doing anything wrong. What do yeah. you, how do you guys feel about the legality of stuff like that? Like if you make a bot or you make a exploit for a game, no. are you really breaking any laws by selling that? Uh, well, well losers, lawyers well, would disagree. <laughs> it's like this. If I, I mean, this isn't really a good analogy, but if I'm a, a salesman and I sell you a gun <laughs> and you go and kill someone, am I responsible for you killing that person? Exactly. The guy, the guy who sells the WoW hack could just say, like, okay, this for private server use only, you know, quote, quote, whatever you do with the yeah, like private server use. I mean, it's like the Pirate Bay, right? The Pirate Bay doesn't distribute illegal software. People use it to distribute well, illegal software. Well, that's not a good example because Pirate not, Bay yeah. does get sued and shut down all the time. They do get shut down, I know, but... but I feel like they more facilitated. I feel like this is, this is A-OK -okay in my book. I'm curious how other people think about this, too. Maybe this is, this is, a, this is a poll of the day, maybe, but I, I really don't think that they're doing anything wrong. At no, all. I don't think so. I mean, they should all get banned for using it. If Blizzard wants to go after anybody, they should just ban everyone's account that does it. That's it, you know? Because what, what, what rule are you breaking? You're breaking their terms of service, right? Their TOS, their, their end user license agreement. And these aren't enforceable legal contracts. They could just ban you from the game. That's it. Yeah. I'm looking for a really, there's a, there's a good hacking video. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, the hack, the, it does it, it does tamper with the client, but you're allowed to tamper with the client. You know, you download it, you can do whatever you, you want with it. You know, if I download an image online, I'm allowed to go to Photoshop and start pooping on it. You know, I'm allowed to spray yeah. can it. Yeah, the terms of service don't say you can't, you get arrested. They say you get banned. Yeah, yeah they can't say you get arrested anyway, because they can do only what they're allowed to do on their end, which is ban you. That's the limit to Blizzard's power, Yeah, you I'm know? inclined to agree. Well, here's the video. So if you tamper uh, with the client, you get banned. That's how it should work. Yeah. So this video is called uh, Defcon 19 Hacking MMORPGs for Fun and Mostly Profit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Mostly Profit. <laughs> they actually tell you the programs to download, like the tools you need to make your own uh, hack. And they yeah, give you like, the easiest ones to make, teleport hacks and stuff. Yeah, I can't make my own hacks. I gotta download the hacks. I feel like a badass when I use them, alright? The multi-hacks. Making hacks, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's above my pay grade. But I have no moral qualms, personally, with like dupes and stuff in the game. If I can get away with it. No. You are you are what's wrong with the MMO community then? Wow. I mean, I used to do all the time in D1. That was so easy. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the other barely one counts. The community. Yeah, that, the, no, that, that was like that was the like wild a west. You could just do. It was such a well-known hack. Like literally everyone participated. I did have a hack in Diablo One where I could edit other players' names, their gear. I could do anything I wanted to them. It was pretty cool. I think I infected my computer with spyware downloading that one, but it, it was neat. When you download hacks, you do venture on a lot of shady sites and you get spyware. Like, you gotta wade through that shit. It's part Cows of the experience. for you.net. That was so, a bad one. We had a friend in high school. He, he made a, a Battlefield 2 hack, right? But when you downloaded it oh, and yeah. ran it, all it did was steal your CD key and email it to him. <laughs> so whenever we wanted to play it, we would ask him for CD keys. <laughs> That's how literally we got all our CD keys. I, I felt kind of dirty using stolen CD keys, 
But then I realized all the people that, that got their CD keys stolen from him were all trying to download hacks anyway. Then I'm like, fuck these guys. So I, I didn't feel bad about it at all. You can't con an honest man. So. Exactly. That's true. We played a lot of Battlefield 2. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield 2 was fun, all right? That was a good game. All right, let's, let's switch back to uh, MMOs here, guys. All right. So take us on. Where are we going? How about this one? What do you got for me? All right, so Hearthstone had a pretty big patch this week, and I'm curious what you guys think about it, what, what, they're, what they'll be doing with the game. And if you, any of you guys play Magic the Gathering, you'll kind of know what they're doing with it. But <coughs> they're kind of introducing like a tier two kind of system, a type two system, where the game will be broken down into wild mode and standard mode. Standard mode is going to be there. You can only play with the cards released in the last two years. Okay. And, so and then wild like, mode is everything goes. Just like Magic the Gathering. Yep. So I feel like that, that's actually a really smart design decision because it keeps the game fresh. Yep. Like every, every year, literally, half the cards will be gone. You can't use those cards anymore for tournaments. And you have to adapt to the new cards. I mean, obviously, it makes a lot of money monetization-wise, too. But I feel like, I feel like this, that's a really good idea, though, for forcing players to actually use new cards. It's really good in, in, in Magic, too. I mean, the problem is, um, as the game progresses, there's going to be more and more cards and more and more balance issues. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of keeps that under control, like, where you can't have uh, older cards, because then the combination, like, the amount of broken combinations increases is the more cards that you have in the pool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this kind of fixes that, too. It helps their balance team to be able to keep things, like, within tweakable margins. League of Legends actually considered doing that as well. Really? Uh, so well, you only play a certain number of champions every, like, season? Yeah, they were going to do, like, a season where, like, you can only use, like, this pool of champions for ranked. But uh, I guess they, they decide, decided against I, it. I, I couldn't play League then because I only play six. <clears throat> Every season, sin is not allowed. Is, uh, I mean, that's probably why they didn't do it, right? But, but I can see the merits of it, you know? I, it, would, it, it would make sense for MOBAs, too. It it's makes sense for MOBAs if they had a lot more heroes. But League has, like, over yeah, 100 heroes. Just, that's not enough. Dota's, Dota's, Dota's got over 100, too. No, but card, no, card games have, like, thousands of cards. It's not the same. That's true. Right? You, oh, you gotta, I got it, guys. Every season, have 30 different heroes. Guys, I got it. MOBA card game crossover. You, Paladins, boom. No, 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 no shooting. No shooting, no shooting allowed. No shooting allowed. All right, no, the, the, you, you literally get, you buy booster packs of heroes. There's no balance. There's no sense of balance. The rare, the rare hero is so much better. better. It's just better. Yeah. And then when you start, every, every death, like every time you res, you get, you start, a, you're, you're pulling a card from your deck. You just hope you get the rare. Sounds balanced. It is balanced. We talk about pay to win a lot, right? But look at, look at some of like the trading card games, right? Like Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> that game was just pay, pay to win. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! was straight up pay to win. Anyone that says otherwise has never played Yu-Gi-Oh! Because some cards, like, 80% of the cards were unusable trash, right? And, like, some cards, like Pot of Greed, you just, if you didn't have Pot of Greed in your deck, you're just doing it wrong. Because every time you draw, you get two free cards. <laughs> there was no sense of balance in, in Yu-Gi-Oh! It was pure pay to win. I don't think they cared about sense of balance. They, they were just selling cards with the TV show. They were making money. Yo, there was, yeah. there was a pro scene, alright? A pro scene. Aaron and I actually played Yu-Gi-Oh! and uh, Magic the Gathering. And, and uh, Pokemon, when we were young. Who didn't? I, I played Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic. I played Pokemon, but I played it on the Game Boy. I didn't uh, actually use my cards. Oh, no. I only played that Pokemon tournament game for uh, Game Boy Color. That was a shit. Like, no, you know what was the best card game? was Monster Rancho Battle Card. <coughs> Did you guys ever play it? Nope. 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 Really? We're, we're, awesome. we're mainstream. We're mainstream card gamers, all right? Monster Hunter Battle Card was so fun. It was like, you guys know, okay, you guys know what Monster Hunter yes. is, right? Yes. Yeah, it was like a card game of Monster Hunter. And like, yeah, like three monsters, and you like made them kill each other. Yes. I, I watched a TV show for, for Monster Rancher. 
That was like one of the best card games I've ever played. I really like uh, TCGs. I just they're expensive hobbies. I oh, remember we spent we blew a lot of money on them when we were younger, like a lot. We spent every penny of our allowance on card games. I bought like I want to say like five booster boxes of Zendikar when I was still working at Riot. Booster boxes, God! I spent so much money on booster box. Magic the Gathering. I listen, listen. Aaron and I legit, we bought the SpongeBob trading card game booster box. We bought a booster box. Wait, why? It was a good game. It was solid. Remember that? Aaron? <laughs> yes, I remember fuck? that. It was a SpongeBob trading card game. I'm not sure if they got beyond the first set, but we bought the first set booster box. Booster box after buying starter packs and like really enjoying it. It was a solid experience. Yeah. See, I like card games, but I don't have the patience to build decks. <laughs> I also had the time. We I just built a deck and then never used it. So I, I kind of like a deck building more than the playing. Deck building is the funnest part, I think. Thinking of crazy ideas for combos and shit. Dude, it's like cool because um, Riot had like free drafts back when Riot was like a small company. Mm-hmm. So that so they'd just pay for us to have a booster box and draft, and we just play and you get to keep the cards. That sounds pretty fun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That, that'll be an MMOs.com benefit, uh, working perk one day, right? When, when, when we're big and have an office. When you have an office. Never. Yeah, when shit gets legit. <laughs> so never. <laughs> <coughs> Actually, I mean, it just the pay-to-win part of card games was kind of stupid. Like, one thing I was thinking earlier, like, if you have, like, a lot of little kids would play Yu-Gi-Oh! and they would have the stupidest cards. If you run, like, if you had, like, oh, I got the blue-eyed white dragon. No, you're just an asshole. It's just, it's just a terrible card. You have, to, you have to, like, sacrifice two cards to summon it. And the guys are, uh, you summon that, uh, treple, you're done, GG well played, alright? <laughs> or, oh wait, wait, change of heart, I take, I sacrifice, GG, nice, nice try, new. There's too many ways to kill, like, really strong cards, that if you ever had, like, a two sacrifice card, unless it was god tier, it was, it was terrible. Uh, I wanna ask the stream something, has hmm. anybody in the stream played the Star Wars TCG, like, the old Star Wars TCG, where you had to, like, put the freaking like, planets down and then put like the areas and had like attrition and like the the freaking manual was like a like a huge book it just sounds hella complicated it's freaking hella complicated no i've never even heard of that yeah i haven't either really sure are you sure this wasn't like in a in like a hazy washed oh, up a... sake sake drunk dream <laughs> star wars tcg the original where is it Whoa, whoa, whoa! We got packs off NDA. Did it, Matt? Did you play that game? What? Gigantic. Yeah. Okay, you'll have to talk about it now. By the way. Okay, so I haven't played it that much. I, I should have played it more, but I have to play it on Xbox One, and I forget the Xbox One exists half the time. <laughs> well, why, why do you have to play it on Xbox One? You can't play it on PC. I have to upgrade to Windows 10 to play it on PC. Oh, Matt, Matt is the holdout, right? Remember, he's a holdout. Uh, I'm convinced that as soon as Service Pack One comes out, they're going to do something really shady. So, anyways, uh, it's it's pretty cool. I really like the art style. Like, watching the games in motion is, like, you kind of don't get the same feeling from any other game. Mm -hmm. And fighting a living guardian at the very end is kind of something a little different. It's it's not too different from, like, Heroes of the Storm fighting the base at the end, but, like, it it feels a lot more epic, I guess. It's like a unit instead of a building. Yeah, you're fighting this giant boss monster. That's not that's not original though. A lot of games have a lot of mo- older shitty mobas that nobody's heard of have done that. It's still kind of cool though. But anyways, All right. and I um, like the game by the way. It's freaking. And then the combat feels really <coughs> smooth. Like it, it it feels a lot smoother than I expected it to. 
It looks gorgeous. I, I love the game's graphics. And um, there's something a little different about it. Um, I think I can't remember. It's I haven't played since like October. <laughs> what what is open for this coming out? No idea. They've had like a, they did you know it's been delayed a few times I think and they 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 had some layoffs. <coughs> they had they had some you know. Yeah. Some speed bumps. They've got a um. They've had a lot of speed bumps, but it's slowly but surely coming out anyways. I mean, the fact that the NDA was just dropped, I mean, that does show some progress. It means they're willing to have people talk about it. So maybe we have an open beta in the next couple months, I would imagine. The, gra the style in this game looks a lot like Paladins to me. But, like, I feel like it's a little crisper and, like, more, more cartoony. But, yeah, it's very much like Paladins, though. I really like the art of this game. Again, this reminds me of Wind Waker, and it's, that's a good thing. Wow. Plus, you get to be an owl man with a sword. Boom. My my favorite part of that game is it's Windows 10 only. I I like that. I like, I I think if you have an internet connection, you should auto you should force it to auto update. It shouldn't give you an option. It is doing that now. Good. <laughs> Damn. Perfect. Well, in 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 Microsoft's defense, I feel like they're kind of tired of dealing with people that get like spyware and shit, and they assume like if you auto update, it'll be less likely to happen. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that that does have some credence. I, I, why does it give you the chance to not update? <clears throat> I still don't get that. Like on Windows? And once you I mean, I, 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 if I'm playing something, I don't want to get in my way. <clears throat> it happens pretty often, though. Like, just, you no, keep no. delaying it, and then it shuts you down in the middle of something. Well, yeah, just because you delay it. It should, it should <clears throat> come up like on your screen. Your screen should turn black with the, with the update. <clears throat> updating in 10, 9, 8, and just go. There's no option to cancel. It's, it's go time. Yeah. No way to cancel it. <clears throat> nope. Damn, that's hard. Everyone should be on Windows 10. If, you're not, if, I, if you're I want to use Internet Explorer 6 on Windows, me, for the rest <laughs> of my life, who the fuck are you to tell me otherwise, huh? Punk. Punk. I bought my copy of Windows, me. And you guys run Linux like pros, huh? <laughs> I heard you using Linux once and you felt like a pro. But then you realized, wait a minute. I'm too Alright, so I this. use, I don't know if anyone knows Linux out there. I use something called Arch Linux. And uh, it basically, it doesn't come installed with anything. Anything. So there's no yeah, time. There's no like anything. So just getting the clock working took me like an know, hour. Don't you know, real computer pros don't <laughs> want to have the clock installed because it takes up too much bandwidth. And, like, and I was thinking like, why? Why does the clock not come installed? Like, oh, there's different like versions of the clock you can install. So like, they don't want to pick for you. Too much customization is not always a good thing. All right. Well, we got another game here I want to talk about, guys. Uh, you guys heard of this one? Lineage Eternal, aka Lineage Three. Why did Why did they call it Lineage Three? Uh, they should, honestly. Good question. What's going on with Lineage 3? Uh, it'll be in testing in Korea in the second half of the year. Who's, who's typing away like a maniac over there? That is, that is a matter That's of That's me. <laughs> All right. It's actually not me for once. Right? So this is NCSoft's bread and butter, Lineage 1 at least, right? Lineage uh, 1 is their bread and butter. Yeah, their yeah, bread yeah. and butter and cake and water, everything, all right? It's the life source. So this Lineage 3, I think it was, well, it was announced so long ago, right? Yeah. And somehow it's still... Still not really out, right? But uh, it's making some progress at least. It was not a G Star, which was a big deal. Mm -hmm. People got complaining about that. Uh, it looks like basically an action RPG, right? It was revealed in 2011, so it's been it's been coming soon for for a while. Yeah. Is this cool even thing? open world? Like, have they confirmed that it's an open world game or is it dungeon focused? It, uh, I, if I had to guess, dungeon focused. Yeah, uh, that seems like a pretty good guess. Well, because that'll kill it for me. Because they want what they want to do with this is uh, that's a deal breaker for you, Matt. Well, it's it's when things have like tiny worlds with 
condensed zones that are just a few grinding spots. You're talking Skyforge right there. And yeah. then they have that's a Sky bunch Forge, of... That's Skyforge, yeah. that's Vindictus, that's Dragon Nest, that's all those dungeon-based games. But that, that style works. Like, just no, but that, that doesn't have any open-world zones. I'm talking there are even some open-world games that are dungeon-focused that have small zones with grinding spots, and then you go into, like, ten different dungeons, and then you move to another zone and go to another ten different dungeons. And another then... perfect example of that. Like is... Blade and Soul? And, and you, yeah, well... Blade and Soul is a good example, but if yeah, Blade and Soul is one of those too. But does what's that? What's that really shitty new area game? Dragomon Hunter. No, no, it's like it's fuck. There isn't a newer one than Dragomon Hunter. The, uh, all of the it's before Dragomon Hunter. The other one. Echo of Soul. Echo of Soul. There you go. The zones were tiny, and they just had grind spots, and it felt very, very constrained. Echo of Soul has one of my worst design features of all, t or my least favorite design features of all time. It designs the zones around the quests. So, like, they have little pockets off to the side of the um, main road in every zone that has your quest objectives right there. And then you leave that pocket, go back to the quest giver, go back out, go to another pocket, leave that pocket, go back to the quest giver, and then you go to another zone. And it drives That me sounds so convenient. Insane. So what you're saying is that they just, like, made the bare minimum of, like, <laughs> what you need to make for a map... Oh, basically. Now, you brought a good point about this open world thing. There's a very popular post on the sub MMORPG subreddit about, my, you know, been playing Lineage 2 Classic and realized I forgot my favorite thing about MMORPGs was having one massive world to explore and not surrounded by cliffs and mountains on both sides. Cliffs and mountains both sides. That's literally almost every MMORPG now. Everything's a valley. And look That's at these screenshots for, play, for you know, Lineage 2. Wait, Blade and Soul? Wait, has that? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, Lineage 2. Blade of the Soul has mountains and cliffs on every Blade side. Blade of the Soul is, has artificial I, I, walls I and constructions know, I, everywhere. Yeah. Well, the, this, <laughs> post, this post right here about not having artificial walls is exactly why I'm really liking Luck Catchers. I mean, I, I, feel, catchers. Like, I feel like Luck Blade catchers. of the Soul is... I love like, that name. I feel like it's a lot more open than... No. We're giving no. The no, reason Blade why is totally because... Blade of the Soul is not open. Right. I mean, I don't know, like, I feel like it's it's pretty open to me, at least the areas I've been to, because, like, when you get to max level, you have, like, wall walking and stuff, mm -hmm. so, like, I'm, like, jumping from tree to tree, like, soaring over, like, forts and stuff, and, like, diving down on people to kill them, like, from way, but way But there's so above. many invisible walls and stuff, like, you, uh, you, you, you'll see a hill that you think you can get over, right, but you can't, it's impossible. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. where you're climbing a little rocky wall, and all of a sudden you hit, you know, an invisible barrier. That always, I, I don't so, like that. So, so what you guys are more upset about rather than the open world feel is the feeling that there's invisible walls. So like, open you want more like well. a world of war. But it's not an experience. open world. Is that one okay, seamless so, open world where Lineage 2 is? Then I have a question. Sean, you played Moonlight Blade. Does Moonlight Blade have the same problem even with all the crazy I didn't. I, <clears throat> I didn't experience enough of Moonlight Blade to give an honest appreciation. Because well, I wasn't yeah. viewing it, it's so on I, I can't. Server, yeah. You know, it's on a Chinese server. I didn't, you know, I didn't get far enough. I don't know what it's like outside that tutorial zone. I imagine that it's it's also going to be more linear focus, like Blade and Soul. And it, it does make sense, though. You know, in games like that, uh, I guess because designing an entire open world also takes a lot more. I, I'm only guessing it takes a lot more time and effort. Oh yeah, right. It just so, looks interesting. So, and so, if you can just design a world. That kind of gives you the illusion of open world. Yeah, and Blade Soul was an illusion of open works. world. Blade of Soul is like that, right? It was a decent illusion too, because again, compared to Echo of Soul, which was a bad illusion, where the zones were tiny and it felt very point A to point B. Yeah, but even even in even in 
Blade and, in Blade and Soul. You had that experience of like going from one zone to the next. It was very linear, right? Your progression was very. Yes. You had almost you had no option, right? You just you followed the train and you went to every zone as you're supposed to. Shoot, was there ever any, any point where it branched off like I could go to this zone or this zone? Um. Or was it no? You had to go to this zone basically to keep leveling. I, I, I don't know. I've only made one character. Because right. so I I know WoW at least had like. Multiple areas you could level at certain points. You had a choice. Not. There's a, a, a freaking fuck ton in, in, in WoW. Do you want to go to Stranglethorn Vale? Do yeah. you want to go to Tenaris? Do you oh, so want to go to. Lineage 2 clearly had that feeling of like, okay, I could go any direction I want, you know? And it wasn't like I, this zone to this zone to this zone. Yeah. I think the cost of making these games is just so high now. Yeah. If, if you make a heat map of an open world, all right, I, I would argue like 80% of it is just basically frozen. Oh, right? 100%. Yeah. Right? So they, as a as a developer investor in a game, why make that kind of commitment to that world? Even in That's, single player games, like Final Fantasy VII, oh, open that world. That reminds me, I gotta find it. Hold on. Um, Even the newer Final Fantasies though have no open world, like Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, I know. While well, Seven had it, right? But you, yeah, you had the overview map versus. That, that, I feel that, that, that's not open world. That's yeah, classic. That's, that's JRPG. It's classic stand. JRPG. Well, same stuff. thing because. Every screen you see, every screen you see, right? Every original screen you see in a game today probably guys, costs ten times more than it did back then. Yeah. Oh. All right. So you guys want to see something cool? You know, Perpetuum, the kind of Eve like that's um, yes. on land. That you want to see flight. the heat maps? Let's see some heat Let's maps. See some heat maps, baby. I love heat maps. It oh, baby, it's so hot. Hold on. I almost got that game, but then I saw many people playing. Well, I think they're um, constantly in trouble right now. But anyways, so they had to refocus their zones because you'll see in the heat maps on the three continents that like there are maybe four points that people visit regularly. So they had to refocus every one of them and create more reason for people to go there. See, I, I like that uh, when there's zones that people don't visit. It kind of imbues a sense of exploration. You're the first one to go somewhere. That makes sense in Eve, where cost of that extra plant zone is zero, right? Like it's just right. randomly generated nothing. But in a game where you have to create content, art, whatever, it, you can't justify that expense. No, 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 I agree. Well, it doesn't make business sense. But yes, for, the player, sense. for the player, it creates the illusion that there is a world out there with places that people don't explore. So how yeah, can we get the best of both worlds? How about a pr procedurally generated zones? Like a la Minecraft or something. I right touched for... on that in the article, and you oh. know what? Pretty much nobody has it right now. So. <laughs> yeah, no one has. It. I know that. I think it'll it'll it, it'll show up eventually. It seems inevitable with games. So many more games using procedurally generated uh, content. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a matter of time. Even but... if it's just like the dungeons, because I'm so tired of dungeon-based games making me run the same dungeon ten or twelve times. Wow. Look at Path of Exile's Ascension uh, expansion coming out, where they have it's the same dungeon, but every single day it's different. So yeah, it's procedurally generated. That's, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, especially considering it's a dungeon-focused game. This is what we need. This is the game we deserve. Right? <laughs> this is the game we need. <laughs> what the heck is it? <laughs> it's 100 percent based on size. 100 dollars percent based on size. Oh, this is this must be Time of Dragons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love the T-Rex you're riding on the, the flying dinosaur. <laughs> what is riding the unicorn in the back there? The oh, that's Triceratops, that's isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<clears throat> Why is the pterodactyl writing something else? Come on. All right. Somebody liked a good video in the chat. I, I feel like that should be played in the podcast. Big what, what duel. Do what do we got? Big duel. It's called Big Duel. <laughs> what I am is this? This is this looks like old school YouTube. This is solid material right here. <laughs> this is MMO relevant, right? Oh, yeah, there was a Yu-Gi-Oh MMO once. The fudge. <laughs> there was a free-to-play card game, right? Yes, there was a free-to-play Yu-Gi-Oh online card game. There's also that one browser game you can play against each other directly, but there's an official one too. Well, it shut down the official one. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised. I mean, very few people played it. And it, you know. I, I wanted to cover this because this is pretty cool. So, um, Project Genome, they redid a ton of crap, and they're redoing more crap. But anyways, the important thing is they're going to do branching storylines for certain quests. Ooh. Branching storylines. That doesn't um, happen. Time-limited quests. Some that require survival skills, whatever that means. Um, How to make and a fire. <laughs> and transport quests, which if those are not just like trade runs, are going to annoy the crap out of me. I feel you can't do any kind of those trade quests like, and make them fun. <laughs> going from point A to point B is never going to be fun. No, I'm just saying, if it's like, you have to drive this vehicle this far without damaging it, or you have to escort this person, I will flip a lid. All right, more importantly... Update me on Project, Project Genome. Is this game, like, legit? Is it going to come out? Yeah, it's probably going to come out. They've made a lot of progress. Like, a they have, lot. They have a nice-looking website, so I'll give them... They have me a very too. sleek website. This looks way better... This website looks way better than the Star Citizen website. And they didn't have 80, 85 million, 100 million dollars to blow on either. <laughs> I can tell the quality of a, of a, like, development process based on their website, to a degree. Like, some, some websites are garbage, you know, such as... RobertSpaceIndustries.com. Yeah, that was all like, over the place. It looks like a mix of like 1999 and like modern. It and looks then, like I, somebody's personal MySpace page after they let everyone customize them. The layout is terrible. You have to scroll like halfway down the page just to find the news. How do you guys feel about that actually being a thing? Like, is this game coming out or not? Like, I, too many times I, I have to ask myself that question when I see games. It's a good question. It's a good well. Question. The, well, it's been that way forever. The problem is that it's more um, prominent now. Yeah, because we have so many. Is Starcraft Ghost coming I mean, out? I mean, before, like. God I, damn it, do not bring that up. I am fucking salty about that still. We, we were a friend that pre ordered it, and he never got hey, his money it's still, back. It's still in his wallet. He still he has still a pre order, has the pre -order card. ticket in his wallet from GameStop. God, over I'm 15 years? I'm still pissed about that game. Ugh. Wasn't it going to be a console game? It was going to be a GameCube game that followed a ghost and you shot no, Protoss and You mean Nova? Things. I'm glad it didn't come out. Yeah. Star Starcraft has no business on a console. Hey man, Nova came out. Came dude! Out. Came dude! Out. No. Came hots. No. <laughs> there you go, you can play Starcraft Ghost on Hots, alright? You can. <laughs> Starcraft 64, just saying. I ha that was, that was I, a good I, game. I own that game. You know, it was set on the slowest game speed the whole time. You couldn't change it. And it was the best local multiplayer ever. It was laggy as fuck, though. Keep in mind. Like, the games... When you, when you played by yourself, it was okay. But when you played with two people, the game couldn't handle those units at the screen at the same but, time. So it, it played unbelievably slow. By the time that came out, like, I was playing Land, StarCraft, 
my basement anyway, like with friends. Like, what? what yeah. What's the big deal? What? It didn't add anything to the to this experience. Because it was just to market it to a different audience. I mean, yeah, the noobs. there were a bunch of the, people. The noobs. the noobs that didn't know how to network their computers okay. together. PCs were more niche back then. Yes, they were. I mean, especially gaming PCs. You don't need a gaming PC. No, to play StarCraft, there were no such. Right? There were like no GPUs back then. Anything could run StarCraft. Yeah. It's glorious days. Yeah, you didn't really need a GPU for anything back then. My four, I had a four gig hard drive. Probably, I can't even imagine how much RAM or what the computer was. That's not enough was, like, one Blu-ray porno that you download today. No, I know. You gotta watch your shit in Blu-ray. I remember I tried installing Ragnarok online, and I didn't, I didn't know about hard drives at the time. I guess, and uh, I couldn't. I'm like, why won't this install? And it's because there's no space. You guys remember back in the day, it was just hard to get shit done. Like, think about it. when you when you installed Ragnarok online for the first time. Sacre you download Sacre, You got download Ragnarok. You got download translation patch. It was it was an ordeal. Like, easily half my friends couldn't figure it out. They had to call me to their house to figure it out for them. It was a pain in the ass. Not like that. When you got it, you had to like pray like it would connect to the server. Yeah, and it had to, you had to yeah. change the IP manually to a connect to. It was a process. And patching PC games back then were hard too. Like. I was playing Battlefield 2, right? And a couple of my friends were playing. Not 2, 1942. 1942. I was trying to get my friend to play as well, right? From high school or middle school, whatever. And he just couldn't figure it out. He just could not patch the game. It never worked for him. And like, that, guys, was, that was the end. Yeah. You know, He couldn't play after that. He gave up. Do you guys remember manually downloading patches from yeah. Final Planet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Final Planet. Yes. All and the time. It was so the, slow. The Q time. The Q time. The Q time. time. Oh. <laughs> and then half the time it would reach the end of the queue and play an ad been. and then it wouldn't download and you were tempted to pay for file planning because that was the only way to get the goddamn patch but I never paid for that shit and then, thank god it just works now you know Man, Final Planet used to be like the only reliable place because Gamers Hell would give you a virus or something it was worth it <laughs> it was Gatespire Arcade as well from like forever ago it was like it was like a garena for like American servers. It was weird. So all right, I got another piece of news, guys. So after yeah, Blade Soul did so well, uh, after, you know, this, a 2012 game did so well. Uh, Bless Online by NeoWiz decides, hey, put this trailer on. This trailer. We're also from 2012. Solid. Let's see if Slow we can trailer. make some money. Get some of that moolah, boys. Well, this game has been speculated for an English release for a while now. Bless Online isn't really from 2012. It just launched. No, no, but it was there. announced in 2012. Yeah, but Blade and Soul came out in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the game looks kind of... I mean, the, the trailer makes every game look cool. Let's be real. Like, trailers are always hype. But it, it looks it looks pretty cool. I'll give them that. This is built on Unreal 3, which I believe is also Blade and Soul, right? Yeah. yeah. So, same engine. And it looks good. I, know some, I saw some people complaining that it's Unreal Engine 3, but I, I don't think... Really complaining about that? Like why? Yeah. Like, like why is it on Unreal Engine four? Oh, uh, what? it's in twenty twelve. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Some people were complaining. Like um. People complain about everything. I like the dinosaur. That's, yeah, that's I was about to say I like the being chased by a dinosaur. There, there are a lot of people talking about it like they know how game development works. Like Unreal Engine three isn't made for MMOs, and I'm just sitting there like uh, just just stop, just stop You're talking. Commenting, bro. <laughs> Okay, but keep in mind, this, this source for Bless Online coming to Europe and North America was a site called bless-source.com. Okay, based yeah, on the URL, yeah. it's not very trustworthy, and it's I'm look, it's it's iffy, you know. They, they didn't link they link a concrete proof. I don't think they did. They just said it's been confirmed by who. Listen, like, I've I've seen it on multiple sites now, so therefore by the rules by the rules we, of the internet, it's confirmed. But we just copied. They were okay, Erhan. 
a bunch of people wrote about how Peter Molyneux retired and God is just cancelled. Don't even start about Sky or, or Reliable. Like, no. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think... Well, a lot of people do think it was going to come out anyway because they, they had an English voice tra- uh, voiceover trailer anyway. So based on that, it was it was going to come out anyway. Unreal 6, you are the game. I'm waiting for that, all right? And as somebody said, you can play a lolly, so that's already a big bonus. I like that. <laughs> it's it's a key feature, right? That, 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 that Potential deal breaker for sure, I know that. <laughs> if you can't play a lolly. You know, uh, Blade & Soul is actually releasing their first major content uh, update in uh, two days, right? Two days, yeah. That they're, aren't they adding like a dungeon with a tower in it, like there's 20 floors and shit? And some uh, other yeah. Stuff. I hate when games stuff. do that. It's like, guys, we need a content update. I got it. I got, guys, get this. Genius idea. Ready? Ready? It's a big tower with multiple levels on it. Boom! We there's, also another, there's also another dungeon, though, like an actual dungeon. Nice. That's like, uh, <coughs> okay, guys, we need another new game for Yiz. Okay, I got it. We're going to make a game for Yiz Origins. It's going to be a big tower. He's going to climb it. Yeah. No environments. Same gray palette the entire time. Uh, I, I know Matt loves stuff like that, right? Don't you, Matt? Yeah, I'd like something simple like that. Yeah, because that's why you like uh, Persona 3, right? <laughs> yes. The, the 200-floor tower, where literally every floor is the same, but every, every 50 floors, the background changes. It was still the same shit. All right, guys. I got, I got a it's controversy. Simple. Plus, it's got all the nice story oh, and the nice... It was um, good, I admit. It was fine. And the nice um, like time management elements on top of that, but nice the actual gameplay part is nice and simple, so that you ha- all the management doesn't like overwhelm you with the complex gameplay. Persona I heard controversy. Better. I'm okay. excited. Maybe controversy was the wrong word, but I got you excited, so that works. Uh, Do you know what grinds my gears? Tell us. Okay. Tell us. The word online at the end of games. This game, Bless, right? I made a preview page for it. The game's name is Bless. That's it. That's the name of the game, all right? So, well, you made the preview page for it. Yeah, I think so. No, no, no. Sean made the preview page did for it? it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Damn, Sean. I don't believe Sean. I'm taking it. <laughs> I think you can have online in your game title if you had an offline game. Yeah, I know, yeah, right. yeah. So the game name of the game, I, right? I, I think I did Black Desert then, right? So I made Black Desert, and back then it was actually Black Desert, right? And somehow it became Black Desert Online because everyone started calling it that. Yeah. So same thing with this. Everyone is calling this game Bless Online now. The We're game now. is blessed, guys. Why, why did that become popular? It wasn't that popular because when online first became big, it was, I guess... Cool to say online to distinguish it from say a single player game, but now we I know just, these games are online. It makes sense, you know why? Let's let's imagine you're looking for Bless. You want to play? Let's say it's already out in America, right? And the game is called Bless. You're gonna go to Google. You're gonna search Bless. You're gonna find some Wikipedia pages, some Christianity, some holy shit. All right? <laughs> it's like no, you don't want that shit. You want to play Bless online? That's just a bad name then. But, yeah, it's just a bad name then. No, but search Bless game or Bless review. Like Bless. No, I feel like a lot of games. Like if you just search Cabal online, right? You just search Cabal. What are you gonna find? You find some like. Some like, uh, but is the game called Cabal culture. or Cabal Online? <laughs> Cabal Online. So that's Cabal a, Online. That's, a, that's official title though, right? Yeah, but, but yeah, I think so, it makes so, sense for them to call it that. If, if the that's company, also 2005. no, that's my point. If the company calls it that, it's fine. Like Ultima Online, someone said in the comments. But, but Bless is gonna be called Bless Online by no, the developers. It's, no, it's them. not. It's called Bless. Look, I'm. It's look, called Bless. Look, they're, gonna, look they're, at, they're gonna call themselves Bless Online soon enough. Well, because right? because they're gonna, they can't fight it anymore because everyone yeah. keeps calling it online, 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 online. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This guy just said, uh, same thing happened to me when I searched Genome Project. I found some real Genome Project (laughs) on the human body, alright? So, even with Project Genome, you search Genome Project, you're finding, like, human DNA shit. So, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. Okay, then then you can argue that the game company should call it online, right? But I think the news sites 
should call it what the company calls it. Yeah, but yeah. if you, again, if you just search, if you just leave, because by the way, because you left ours as bless, nobody will find this on Google. Okay. If you search bless online, well, don't say me. It's Sean's I'll take, fault now. Sean, Sean, go fix it, Sean. <laughs> by the way, everybody else calls it bless online on our. Yeah, RPG. that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. MMORPG calls it bless, and so does MMO Huts, and so does Metacritic. So I based it on other sites. Steparo calls it, calls it bless online, and Steparo is my only source. Oh yeah, games, oh, okay, right? one source. By the way, Steparo is 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 the authority on foreign games. They're an awesome website. So all right, all Steparo. right. Viewer viewer poll. Bless or bless online? You have ten seconds. Go. It's bless online in my heart. So um. Heart. You, you I, I think it's funny if you type simple names like unravel or dishonored. The first thing that comes up is the game. <laughs> well, they really rock the search engines. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got we got one one guy said blessed. All right. <laughs> bless. I like bless the best. God bless you. <laughs> okay. If you type for honor, the first thing that comes up is the game. God bless you. Bless my heart. <laughs> Blessings. Bless. Bless for the name. Bless. God uh, bless me. It's one of those ticks. It's not a big deal, right? But like, it just annoys me. Like when the, the name doesn't match the company name. Like the, the company. I, I, I hear you. Yeah. Hey, if you search Ragnarok, Ragnarok online is number two. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's based on the. It's it's relevant, right? Based and on Ragnarok the philosophy. Ragnarok is the apocalypse yeah. in Norse mythology. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of bad names, I feel like this is a good time to transition to that. What is oh, yeah. this? Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> so, um, the first thing that stood out to me is integration of Amazon's Twitch well, video streaming tools at a low well, level. Wow. So just to, just to say what we're talking about here, Amazon just launched a game engine. Uh, they're calling free. it Lum Lumberyard. A free game engine. A free game engine called Lumberyard. <laughs> the name is strange, but you build things at a Lumberyard, so it makes some sense. Aren't all game engines free for like personal use? And no, we, no, CryEngine's not for personal. And then use. also, also it's wait, free. it's going to be monetized through the use of Amazon Web Services cloud computing. If you use the engine for your game, you're permitted to roll your own server tech. But if wait. you're using a third-party provider, it has to be Amazon. Well, That's it's cross-promotion. <laughs> Guys, you know what's hilarious about this? It's like, it's like the the Amazon's all lush, and then this thing's gonna turn everything into a lumberyard. <laughs> <laughs> Cut down the Amazon. Right. Deforestation, here we come, baby. <laughs> it's like the Amazon's over, guys. GG boys, Amazon's getting turned to a lumberyard. Right. <laughs> Apparently, most yeah, most regular game engines do cost money. Subscription to stuff, but usually you can demo them out. And like Unity is free personal use. Uh, Unreal is also free to start using, but obviously to make any game on it commercial wise costs money. But it's, and, you know, I think it is good for the game industry. You know, why not throw more development tools out there? And Amazon is not a lightweight, you know, they can, they can potentially yeah. make something awesome. I and maybe it'll be more usable than CryEngine. But uh, fire, interesting, too. we guys said CryEngine. This is actually based on CryEngine. Yeah, that's why I said that. Oh, yeah. So basically, yeah. Amazon gave a lot of money to CryEngine, which is a German company run by three Turkish brothers, by the way. Uh, of course. And where, where, where's the third brother? You know, Aaron and I are clearly one of them. Right? <laughs> Both of them. We, we should ask for a copy. Slaving away. But basically, anyway. the reason I've heard a lot of indies don't use CryEngine is not because of the subscription model. It's because it's really difficult to use. Is that why it's called CryEngine? It makes you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal Engine is unreal, boys. 
Yeah, so this is going to compete with Unreal, I guess, right? For the two, yep. if they're going to play with the big boys. Um, Basically, this yep. just made CryEngine free to everyone, which is kind of cool. You're playing yeah. with the big boys now. So can we? Let's all guys, guys. And, let's make and you can you can now stream straight from the game engine, like as you're developing, since they know all those people stream and they want to I mean, get. That's kind of cool, though. That is cool. I I watched someone develop a game. Uh, I guess I've, I've tried that before and it's really boring. Oh, guys, it is guys, boring. Guys, 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 guys. We're gonna make a game right now on this engine. We're gonna need five key features for this game. Everyone, give me give me a key feature right now. One. Okay. Boobies. Okay, boobies. We're gonna I, 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 it's a booby game. I'm gonna say match three. It's a booby match three game. Sean, cash really shop. We need a cash shop where really you can buy we're with. We're pay to win cash shop show. Guys, guys, we're wait, gonna wait, sell, wait. We're gonna sell weapons, <coughs> weapons, but then the weapons are not out yet. The only the right. cash shop. Beautiful. Okay, pay to win. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't actually use the weapons. You can like look at them, but they're not out yet. Then they're gonna cost like a thousand dollars, and then you can buy like like ten thousand dollar ones, right? Beautiful. Real time, real time match three PVP that's based entirely on your gear. It's three. I like it. And online and and the survival element. Oh god, no online. That's all the rage. All right, beautiful. This game is this game's a big success. All right, you heard it here first. What are we gonna call our game? MMOs.com online. Obviously. Okay, then we need to kickstart it, and then it's not actually gonna come out. No, no, no. It's massively multiplayer online role-playing game online. Yes, and more RPG online. Beautiful. <laughs> we take we take all the money from the Kickstarter and then we just pay to win online. <laughs> and then we, we say we ran the development. We, yeah, we yeah. We ran our only copy of the game was on our floppy disk and it got lost. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, got then we split it. Disc. We split it into two games and then we charge full price for both. And then we launch so Kickstarter for the second game. <laughs> I like it, guys. Genius. Boobs online. <laughs> how about a booby titty simulator? You play a pair of titties in their quest to get larger. But think yeah, about it. It should, it are you the titties this. on the girl, or do you, are you like titties with with like legs on them? How you want? Legs. <laughs> I like that name. Boobs, yeah. I like boobs online. I have to find oh, titty titty simulator. <laughs> but how, what do you like? What are you playing as? Are you attached to the woman's body, or do you have your own legs? No, you're just a pair of breasts, and you have like these thought experiments, and it, you play mini games. And if the better you do, the bigger you get in the real world. So okay. Right. So speaking of playing as titties, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Has someone done this? Oh god. No, no, but it's close. This is better. This is better. <laughs> Testicle. Oh no. No, but read the description. Read the description. <laughs> this is Katamari. Looks like it. In a freak mishap during radiation treatment, you procured an additional testicle that became abnormally large quickly. Scientists immediately became involved with the problem at hand, and it was determined that a separation must occur. Immediately upon being released from dependency on you, ELT, Extra Large Testicle, went rogue and began to dominate the city. It is your duty to assist him in ensuring genetic victory over the city's inhabitants. Yeah, nice. dude, I'm supporting this shit right now. Yo, how do I kickstart? How do I just like transfer my entire bank account to them, like right yeah, away? Yeah, right. <laughs> this game looks <laughs> awful. <laughs> Why is it like smoking and like on fire or something? What is this smoke over Radiation, dude. Your testicles don't smoke and catch fire. <laughs> almost? And, no. I don't know, man. Half of the Katamari game was this music, and I'm not, I'm not feeling the music. And why? Why thing. are the girls like having hearts over their head after you run them over? That's why do you smoke? Because you these dudes are punching it. Claim your offspring and put down any male or any alpha male competition. Oh, what? so you, you, you're see, impregnating the woman. 
This, this is, is just... like shower with your dad simulator level of game. Is that is that wow? Is that a game? That's yeah, it's in my game. library. I played that game. You got to match children with their fathers in the shower. If you match the wrong children, do they like get raped and like you get minus points? Yeah, you lose points. <laughs> you you know what secretly happens though. Right? Yeah, of course you do. That's all right, right, all right. It's a quality shitty game. I like it. Right, so this just shows you that you know anything. If anything can be made, rule thirty-five. If it's an idea, it's going to be turned into a game. Look, they're punching so, the testicle. Warfire, flight with the enemy. Another oh, yeah. one. These are. I'm going to get these game pages up Ooh, later today. What is this? Warfire, flight with the enemy. Enemies, flight with the enemies. Oh, enemies! That's just an ass. Steam Green on CryEngine? What the heck? So, I have a question. Steam Greenlight, is there no quality control? Is that dead? Has that been dead for a while? I don't think they ever no, had quality control. there wasn't any. It yeah, was never had wasn't any to be with, users yeah. or quality control. So, what I'm curious is, are there people who are dedicated to Steam Greenlight, and so you have, like, this minority player base that just decides what gets greenlit and what doesn't? Because I, I rarely... Browse Steam Greenlight. Right? Basically, and most of them vote for things on jokes. Like the jokes get up faster than anything else. Mm -hmm. But that's the lesson, guys. You gotta make a joke game, and you'll be like, "Hey, okay." I mean, that, that's a sad state of affairs for the industry, <laughs> isn't it? I think the first few days after Greenlight came out, I kind of browse and you know, like yeah. yeah. But after, after that, I, I haven't been there since. Here, guys, I got one for you. How about this one? You guys got that one. This I mean, it's not really what, what a really name. Like, Steam sponsor Steam Greenlight. Guys. I blame the user base. Guys, shoot like an amazing game. There's there's poop in my soup. There's poop in my soup. But what do you do in this game? Oh, this why is everyone naked and weird looking? The art is top notch, boys. What the fuck? <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but this reminds me of jazz punk. I don't know jazz what? punk. What? This is beautiful. This game is amazing. Oh, that same like Terry Gilliam humor. This is a top notch game, boys. The poo list. So your job is to like flick poop from your nose into their soup, and like AOE people with your poop. I'm glad the industry is maturing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a uh, pretty catchy music though. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Therefore, clearly, people want to see games become yeah. more immature. Game of the year, guys. GG Witcher Three. <laughs> As somebody just said. <coughs> Witcher okay. Three is game of the year. No, you mean you mean poop. There's poop in my soup. This game of the year. <laughs> this is a quality title, boys. <laughs> I'm glad we've deviated to left field. All right, I, 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 let me bring it back, guys. All right, so reel us back in. We have to always talk about VR at least once, right, per podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Been like okay, a what's thing. happening now? Okay, this is a little weird even for me. Uh, I, I'm a match opinion and uh, shoes because they actually like worked in the industry or something. What the hell? So you can you can literally create a game on Unreal Engine in VR. Like you're in the world creating it by hand. I don't think it's fair to say I worked in the industry. Wait, you, no, fine, but you made some some game. Some indie game, yeah. That's enough. This is weird. Is this so? Is this helpful? Is it? I was gonna say. Is there any benefit to this over mouse no, and keyboard? No, that, that looks that looks messy. Oh, wow. I'd rather use a key, I'd rather use a mouse and keyboard any day. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I'd have much more precision with the mouse. He's got he's got a lightsaber, dude. This seems like a chore. Like, guys, 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 guys. Also, oh, look at the way that the camera's moving around. That's almost like sickening. <laughs> like Maybe when you pull them apart. Like when they pull it the um two controllers apart and it zooms, the way it zooms is like making me dizzy. 
Also, it's like shaking. Like everything's just like shaking. Like in it. But know, I it's wonder. Like huge on your screen. When he's wearing it, I wonder if he sees it shaking like that, or that's, that's just, true though, it's right? just distorted for us. I also, think Unreal is really enthusiastic about VR, so they're just doing whatever. Yeah. Guys, this guys. is. Oh, what's up? Now, Hi. if they start making a coding platform in VR, I'm done. I'm out. No. Yeah, that'd be silly. <laughs> but think about a game like this, right? That's like Minecraft, where you just make everything in the engine like this. It won't be an engine per se, but imagine a game like Minecraft playing out like this. I think yeah, that has so much potential. Yeah, I can see that. That yeah, could be yeah. amazing. I think mm -hmm. it has potential. See, the first gen is these ha little circle to... shits, right? But imagine in the future a glove with 10 point... Uh, the tactile like, feedback? Just, just controlling like ten, like this, you know, instead instead of this circle shit. Like we have to get there first, and also, um, it has to be done right because this could be really tedious, really fast. Yeah, it's it a workout. It's a workout. Imagine designing one level. Hey, look at this sweating. guy. He's 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 really going at it. <laughs> this looks tedious, but I mean, even a Minecraft thing sounds really tedious if you don't do it right. Yeah, that's true. It has to be done right, obviously. But. It is, but seeing your world that you created from that perspective would be pretty intense. I think it's cool <laughs> that they went and did it. I don't. It doesn't seem practical. Like, you know? I, I don't see any game studio using that. <clears throat> I think they just did it just to say, "Look what we did." Basically, you know? yeah. Just like look, Ma, we, look what I did. Next time, making a Maple Story VR thing to just look what we did. So it points for doing something cool with VR. Yeah. So I, I guess it, you know, like when it first comes out, people are going to experiment in every possible way. And yeah. then as time goes on, you know, you'll figure out what works and it'll mature. That, that's like there are almost as many level editors as there are 2D tile based games because everybody makes a level editor that works for them. Yeah. I mean, they all build it from the ground up. And it's just, I don't see anyone using something that is this weird on a regular basis. Well, check Steam Greenlight a year after VR comes out, and I'm sure you'll find something. Yeah, I wonder yeah. how many weird games are going to come out for VR. A lot of titty games. There are already too many sex games coming out. Like, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa man. Too, too many. Yeah, sex. Too many. Speaking of Can't sex, guys. Too many. There are so many hot Korean like dance videos with 360 v like, uh, filmed and ready to go for VR. Oh, oh that reminds me. I think it's Unity 5, I think, or... I think it's Unity, but anyways, some game engine is now allowing you to render 360 degree videos. That's cool. That's cool. They're, they're all over Korean YouTube for some reason. There's 360 videos. Why not? <laughs> it's Sounds just cool. like imagine walking through like a fly through of like Bless in like full 3D, and you can drag the camera and see whatever you want. It's cool. All right, so uh, we got another piece of big emo news here, guys. Uh, it's not a game that gets a lot of love, I think, in our circle, but uh, Star Wars The Old, Old Republic is, is doing really well. They have more subs now than in the past, any time in the past three years. Well, subscriptions hit near three-year highs, so my bad, my <laughs> they're bad. close to three. They're doing very well. Mm -hmm. so, That's impressive. And it makes sense, because if you play Star Wars, you kind of have to subscribe, because all the content updates and stuff are locked. To you have to be a subscription user to get them. So but, once you reach max level, you have to kind of subscribe. But what we're really learning from this is everybody just wants MMOs to be single player. That, well, well Star Wars makes money, but it's not like that big. If you're right, if 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 Star Wars: The Old Republic was the most profitable MMO, you'd be right. Well, <laughs> no, they are pretty much way up there, though. I mean, I if they're at near the three-year highs, they're probably doing better than Final Fantasy XIV right now. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, we don't have we don't have hard numbers, but yeah. they're probably doing better than Final Fantasy XIV. Right I say Final Fantasy XIV. Didn't Super Dead have a chart for this, and it was doing better in the West at least? But um, what I was saying is, the new stuff for 
Old Republic is basically all single player with player choice and like the branching story and the Telltale style with even the crappy animations that remind me of Telltale games. But anyway, so they're like they're all single player. So if you're subscribing for that, you're subscribing for a single player game. Can I also? I agree, and I just want to also bring this point up that was made in the comments. Uh, Star Wars, also, th this data comes out, and I don't think we have data for it, but this comes out on the heels of the Star Wars movie. And I imagine this game got a little boost from the movie really? releasing. I, I, I think so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it. a little bump. You don't think you doubt Maybe. it? Maybe. I doubt it, though, because, um, if anything, I think it reminded people that Star Wars exists, but the Old Republic has nothing to do yeah, with exactly. the storyline of... I agree. Force so people are going to look at it. They're going to say, "I don't see any familiar characters here," and they're going to leave. That's that's what they do with other games all the time. I'm thinking yep. more like people who originally played went back to it. Is this something? But um, the Wait, other this... thing, the other thing I was going to mention is um, shit. Hold on. He's cool. Try the shoes. Oh, yeah. so. One thing that we don't really take into account a lot is, yes, games from the old times that were all focused on multiplayer experiences and, like, the community were doing well for their time, but they never hit anywhere close to the numbers that we're hitting today. I mean, mean, that makes sense. You have a larger audience today. Yeah. Exactly, and the larger audience wants to go more single-player, as a large, largely. Uh, I, I don't think Star Wars is a good example of that. Again, we don't have hard numbers. To somebody in the comment actually said they have a friend who who sub to uh, old, old Republic only because of the movie. So there is one at least one guy out there like that. Yeah. And you got to keep. I mean, going with that real quick. It's just it's people. You know, when you're a fan of a franchise, you know, I like Star Trek. I don't just like Next Gen. You know, I watch all of them. You know, you're a fan of the the world that's, that's built true. in Star Wars. It's the same story again and again and again. So the characters are you know can be. Are exchangeable. You can switch, swap them out. So you're more addicted to the universe itself, the good and evil aspect, Jedi, all that, than necessarily just these characters in a movie. But again, we don't have data on that. I'm just speculating. So we this is an interesting on, chart here. Yeah. We have some real data on uh, on on this. This assumed if if you assume all those revenues were directly from Final Fantasy XIV, which is not the case, they'd be about 1.25 million, 1.2 million subs. Damn. So I mean, obviously, a good, at least. 300,000 of those of Final Fantasy XI. The fact that FF14 is still a sub game and it's it's surviving, I think, is impressive because it came out so late. It was so late to the game in the sub market. While Star Wars, I, at least the base game, isn't free to, is free to play. Final Fantasy has such a dedicated fan base. Oh, it's yeah. Hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Dragon Quest, I, I think the reason that Dragon Quest X hasn't come out here, much to my dismay, is the fact that. It's simply got more of an audience that's hardcore in other countries. Like, here in the U.S., we got the Dragon Quest games, but they're not, like, a staple. Yeah. Like, we don't... Yeah. Most people know... Like, you can mention Final Fantasy to non-gamers, and they'll know Final Fantasy. If you mention Dragon Quest to them, they, they won't. won't. Yeah, Dragon Quest... They'll have no games. idea what it is. Also, and Dragon I mean, Quest is bigger in, in Asia than... In Final Japan. Fantasy is so big right now, they got, like, what was it, the Louis Vuitton set of... Yeah, um, clothing. Yeah, and they're they're, people, they're on like Louis Vuitton stores and everything, and it's like that's how big it is. Yeah. And and let's not Lightning is a quite a stylish sense. character, all right? Lightning is a, a classy lady. Isn't Lightning a, a? It's a very classy lady until Louis Vuitton model now. She was a very classy lady until it was put in real life, and now it just sucks. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought I thought it looked kind of cool. 
I saw the ad in person. There's an ad like, you know, a place I walked to. So like, like, who are you targeting with that ad though? Like, <laughs> she she looks like a classy lady. Yeah, if you, like, if you want to be as cool as Lenny, you gotta buy a Louis Vuitton bag. What? Come on. I mean, oh I'm, there are, I'm sure there are people who played Final Fantasy XIII and would buy Louis Vuitton shit. Jeez. I mean, I don't think Louis Vuitton's gonna go make an ad unless they think they have an audience. Okay, if anime fans will buy those two to three hundred dollar statuettes and Firefly this. fans, but you're not. But there's a problem with what you just said, right? Because they're not just necessarily anime fans. To no, play I'm Final just Fantasy. saying if they will. And Firefly fans will buy like thousand dollar recreations of this Serenity. Then I think people will buy Louis Vuitton shit for Final Fantasy. Honestly, I don't see it doing anything outside Japan. I think they, they just did it here. for Japan. We saw it here, but I don't think anyone here. If you imagine you don't play Final Fantasy and you see that ad, right? It still looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. Like, come on. No, it doesn't. It looks, it looks weird. It looks no. Like, the world of artsy fartsy fashion is like crazy pink hair and shit anywhere, right? Uh, if I don't it's know. the fashion realm, regardless if it's a, from a game or not, I think. I, I don't know shit about fashion, alright? How much is a Louis Vuitton bag these days? Let me, let me Google this one. Louis say, Vuitton. A thousand to five thousand, I'm gonna say. Bag. See, she looks great, alright? Lightning right, is a classy lady. It's only two thousand dollars, <laughs> two thousand four hundred. Good, see? You're good. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna go get one. So I'm gonna go get like six, alright? <laughs> Right. I'm actually kind of surprised by how many of these I see on the street, but maybe they're fakes. I don't know. There are a lot of fakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. L let's get to our thing too, because you know we, or uh, the game <coughs> show boys. All right. So we'll wrap up the. Whoa, we do have our question of the week. Oh yeah, hit that. Hit oh, that. All right, let's hit that up. Link us. Our so, weekly raid. <clears throat> our weekly raid, and I guess to recap last week, which was which games are you guys hyped for? If you're hyped at all. Some people just kind of gave a shrug, which I thought was probably the appropriate response. But Crowfall came up quite a few times. Oh. Uh, and, you know, I don't think we give much Crowfall much love here either. Uh, just because I don't know enough. But it does look interesting. Uh, I'm I, not really excited. But I thought you were for that whole thing where, like, the world ends in an MMO and then, like... Yeah, right. We talked about that. Kind uh, of it, it just sounds tedious because like the worlds apparently end and then there's another one and you keep your character and you just go to another world and you destroy it and then you go to another everyone world has their own world it. which is like their like their housing i guess kind of and then there are different servers going on at any time you can jump into it to fight and they last so, for a few months apparently. so it's like pvp sky saga yes kind of or yeah. pvp trove or pvp trove yeah yeah that's a good way to put it so anyway, getting back on track here. This week, we're asking, which MMO have you spent the most time in? Personally, I spent more days than I ever should have in WoW. Near the end, when I typed in slash played, I kind of felt embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was fun. I had a ton of fun. I've put in also over 500 hours in Natural Selection 2. I probably put over 1,000 hours in StarCraft, at least, when I was a kid. Uh, it's tough to gauge, but I know there are just some games we kind of play and we're just hooked, especially when I was younger. So we're curious what game you guys got hooked on, because I know for some people, not everyone, it's for WoW, some people, it's EverQuest. Uh, Alright, so let me start this off. Okay. Oh, Alright, right. anyway. So, EverQuest, for me, was the first game I played that, t that kept track of your time played, right? So in Ultima Online, I played a lot, but I didn't know how long I played. But in EverQuest, you could do slash played. So one month, I, I did slash played, and turns out, 
I played that game for 12 hours a day on average for that month. Damn. So on average, impressive. To, to was put, it the summer? No, 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 no. It was it was during school, middle school. <laughs> so I, I went to school for six hours. I slept for I guess I was played for twelve. So whatever that leaves, I slept. You got six and six left. So you slept yeah, for yeah. six. Went to school for six. Yeah. Very efficient with your time. All right. So anyway, my my point is, it makes it makes you look like a lightweight, Sean. Eight hours, eight days. Uh, in a while no, no, total. No. When I first hit sixty, I said. Oh. That's how that's how long it takes to get from one to. All right. 60. Yeah. For me, that's like a, that's like that's less than a month of gameplay. <laughs> It right? Yeah, no, it, the vanilla yeah. WoW, it only takes about 8 to 10 days. Wow, Which is still a Florenzia. Holy crap. Also, so, um, I guess I'll go. Um, I spend the most time in Link Realms. I've probably played over 2,000 hours wow. over the course of a year and a half. I mean, I used <laughs> to play 10 hours a day. I'd sit on there all the time. I became a Basically a game master, but without the power. They didn't want anybody having the power except them, but I was basically a game master. Um, I wrote the wiki, like the entire wiki, basically on my own, and my Damn. girlfriend helped with um, uh, screenshots and stuff. Uh, and I probably would have never played it that long if it weren't for the fact that my guild master was so awesome, honestly. But... Um, yeah, I know more stuff about that game than they want anybody to know. Could you yeah. close, could you draw an accurate to scale map of like the? Not anymore. Map? Not anymore. At one they, point, you probably could. And what? No, I mean they changed it. Oh. I could probably draw an accurate to scale map of the old map, yeah. but they they changed it. I'm not even sure if any of the original developers are still there. I think I think Herb, the guy that does the art, might still be there, mm -hmm. but um, I think everybody else, the other ones, quit, and. Um, I ended up quitting because, okay, so all the game masters and everyone were volunteers. And, I mean, we every now and then would ask for just, like, a little, like, for them to throw us a bone or something. Yeah. And, like, give us just, like, because every, every piece of gear, the stats could be transferred from item to item with a special item. And um, so none of the items that you got mattered unless you had a good item to transfer yeah, stats to. Yeah, it was all cosmetic. So every now and then, we'd ask for this one item, this one robe that was restricted because the um, the art guy would allow you to pay him like $100 and you could have your guild item made. Like you could design an item and he'd put it in the game. You'd pay 100 bucks though. Yeah, so, no, I didn't pay 100 bucks. You, you had to. It was part of the game. You had to give the, you had to give the art design 100 bucks <laughs> and custom stuff. So there was this one guy that was played the game back in like 2008 or something mm -hmm. he made an item a rope and it was his guild rope and they went around ganking people anyways he quit and he claimed he was going to sue them if they didn't remove the item basically and then he just completely disappeared right. so they wouldn't give anybody that item because they would can claim they were going to be sued and that was like the only thing i didn't have i, I even had this long lost fursuit thing wow but, um, Good item collector. well but yeah, you could be like a raccoon. It was pretty funny. Anyways, um, we kept asking and kept asking, and every time after a long day of like spending five hours training noobs on a noob rush night when they sent out invites, we'd ask, and eventually this guy, Declan Minecraft Workbench or something, played the game. He got the rope, uh. and we were all pissed because 
apparently all you had to do was be someone in press and they'd give you whatever you wanted, basically. Wow. So we were all pissed. We'd spent like hundreds of hours training noobs for them. And we Didn't were all pissed. It. And after a while, and it was like all downhill from there. And eventually I just quit. I was tired of the devs. They pissed yeah. me off. How big well, was the yeah. community back when you played? Uh, there were never more. In the entire time that I played, I think the most amount of players I ever saw online was 35. Damn, what? you really, you played the indie game a shit ton. Have you watched this Marky Dragon uh, interview with the creators? <coughs> it's on YouTube. No, oh. no I have I, I think I, I, I interviewed them enough on my own. Oh. <laughs> wow. I, I, I got to know them, um, and they... Actually, I don't think I should say this, but um, there there used to be a feature where you could you could type slash peaceful and it would turn on nudity. Nice, nice. Or front on nudity. Every, every game needs. <laughs> do that. we have a page for this game on, on MMOs? I think yes, we do. yes. Okay. I think I can't play a game if it's thirty five players online. Like that would instantly be like that's a deal breaker for me. A game has to have some kind of community. Yeah, Otherwise, that's, that's, like, a, that's a boner kill. Yeah. They, they removed it though because they thought that they wouldn't be mainstream if they. Um, had a nudity thing. Hmm. I mean, Russ is mainstream, and I get to see penises all day, so... Yeah, yeah. they had full frontal for both genders, including the cat This people. game does look okay. It looks better than RuneScape did back then. Like, and the little bag system looks like the Ultima Online bag system? Yeah. It, it's very Ultima-inspired. Hmm. Alright, Shu, what game, what game did you play the most? Uh, probably either Ragnarok Online or this mud I used to play. What was it called? I know you told uh, me about okay, this. Yeah, okay. Classic. Yeah. Uh, I used to, like, go. Like, I used to play it on, like, lunch and stuff. And, like, <laughs> between, like, break. Like, like you know, those. Dedication. Uh, between periods and stuff. It was nice. bad. Like, like the, you know, it's like, the, you had, like, that 10 minute, like, 10, 15 minute break. And I was just, like. The, the way you say between stuff. periods, it made me think, like, between womanly periods. <laughs> I know Shaw was thinking the same thing. Yeah, wow, yeah. you guys are fucking... <laughs> Sorry. Between the periods. Alright, nice. For me, it was it was definitely Ultima Online. Played for like five years nonstop, and easily half that time was ten hours a day. Well, I'd say more recently, uh, I checked my Steam profile, I have 3,600 hours in Dota 2. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I have at least that much in League. Mobile-wise, but I still think we played way more uh, Ultima than we did. Yeah, I, I know I played StarCraft 1 more than I played Dota 2, but there was really no way to keep track back then. Yeah. You know? yeah. Hey, this Even guy played 4.60k hours of Guild Wars 2. Nice, nice. I, I think the sec close Impressive. second for me is Ace of Spades, but I couldn't keep track of that one. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's get, let, let, let's get to this, uh, this trivia game, boys. Alright, well, uh, if you guys are watching this live, stay tuned for the post game for the trivia and for everyone else this is it for the podcast episode 38 so uh fare thee well there you guys see ya see you guys